Hey, Nat Chow. Hey, Sophie D. Ooh. Ooh. So are you feeling better? I cut you off. I feel like you're going to ask me the same exact thing. (laughs) I totally want Okay, let's restart that. How are you feeling? Good. Better than I was last week. How about you? Um, Pretty good. Still flummy, but good. You're still pretty flummy. That noise (laughs) you made at the gym the other day was pretty spectacular. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a mess. I mean, you know, it's, it's November, so we all are. It's loud. Yeah. It's cold out. Yeah. <laughs> you know what else is happening? What? Toman is getting named the king. Yes. In season four, episode five. That was a of- really smooth transition. <laughs> I'm working on it. I'm trying to work them in as smoothly as I can. Look at us. Titled first of his name. And what about it? Wait, how is he? I don't know. Whatever. How is he first of his name? Yeah. But then I'm like, this probably doesn't pertain to him. <laughs> um. Well, no, because they said, because as they were, um, what's it calling it? Um, as oh, as Tywin was like announcing him, he's like, Tommen, blah, 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 first of his name, blah, 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 blah. Oh, because it's part of like their whole big title. Yeah. Maybe it's because he's not a junior. If he was not, like if he was a junior, he'd be second of his name. Ah. Is that how that works? That makes sense. Okay. Well, so, as yeah. it's happening, him and uh, Marjorie exchange a cute glance. So, yeah, we come in on him getting crowned. And is it just me or is this a lot of pressure for a kid? I mean, it's 100% pressure for this kid. Yeah, because he's what, like 12? Probably. 14? Probably. And he's about to like... Be king? O- yeah, be king and <laughs> take over a whole country? Yep. No, I can't even like... I forget like my laundry is in Can the Can he even tie his own shoes? Yeah, right? That's a lot of, that's a lot of pressure and that responsibility. Yeah. I can't even handle like my current ones. Yeah. So now all the old people are coming up to Batutoman and show him his respect and everything. And then he glances over there, like up on the balcony is Marjorie and they exchange a longer glance. And now Cersei sees. She steps right in between. Yep. She makes a beeline (laughs) straight up to Marjorie. And I'm like, whoop. She's mad. She's mad. But then she like surprises me. I know. I was like, what's happening? Yeah. She, she comes at Marjorie with the, are you mourning Joffrey? And Marjorie's like, well, yes, of course. He was my husband and my king. And then Cersei's like, he would have been your nightmare. You know it. I know it. Yeah. But you never is, love a kid like your first one. It's like the 10th time Cersei has brought up that Joffrey's a monster. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, so did you love him or not? And but, like, did you ever want to do anything about it? Yeah. Seriously. We're just going to let it happen. Yeah. yeah oh, like, the train's already left the station. Yeah. I can't stop it now. <laughs> <laughs> Whoop. <laughs> There's no way to rein that in. Yeah. And then she says to um, Marjorie, you never love anything in the world the way you love your first child. And it's like, wow, fuck your other kids, I guess. Yeah. The nice (laughs) ones who turned out okay. Yeah, right. (laughs) And then she says, um, she kind of says like the things that Joffrey did shocked me and I'm not easy to shock. And then she easily switches over to Toman saying that he's a good kid and maybe he'll be the first king in 50 years to deserve it. And then that's when she surprises me is when she's like, he'll need help if he's going to rule. And Marjorie's like, well, he has you. And she's like, a mother's not all a king needs. And I was like, is she going to, is she going to ask Marjorie? Well, cause she kind of messed up the first one. So <laughs> second time's a charm. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but yeah, then Cersei asks Marjorie if she's still interested in being queen and Marjorie plays up innocent so well. She's like, yeah, I mean, I guess, but you know, like I still care about Joffrey and I haven't had time to think about it yet. Like, she wasn't just thinking about it last episode. Yeah. Like, she still wants to be queen, but she's just, like, playing innocent for Cersei. And Cersei's like, I'll talk to my dad. (laughs) I'll talk to my dad, too. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Cool. (laughs) So now we cut to Maureen with Daenerys and co. And she's finding out that Joffrey's dead. She's very happy to hear it. Yeah. And then she also finds out that Dario took the Marinese Navy. Mm Mm-hmm. And Daenerys, Barristan, Mormont, and Dario are all discussing taking King's Landing. Did I jump ahead? No. Oh. 
<laughs> I thought you were just going to finish the sentence. <laughs> oh, no. That's, that's all I got. Oh, okay. <laughs> so. <laughs> you gave me a look and I'm like. Oh, I thought you gave me a look. <laughs> I'm supposed to keep going. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, so they're discussing taking King's Landing. Barristan is arguing that, you know, the troops there are all tired from fighting Joffrey's war, and now that their king is dead, it'll be easy to surprise and attack them. And then is like, okay, but, like, just because we want to take King's Landing, we want to take, like, all of the Seven Kingdoms. Like, we got to think bigger, so maybe this is not the best move. Daenerys is like, hmm, well, remember that time in that other city where I didn't listen to you and then it didn't go my way? Maybe I should probably listen to you this time. <laughs> so they have like a cute modding moment. Yeah. Oh, and then we find out that the old masters in Yunkai regained power and have sworn revenge on da- Daenerys. And in Astapor, the people she put in charge of the city were overthrown by a name- man named Cleon, which I guess is important because they did a name drop. And isn't that um, that language in, in Star Trek? No, Klingon. it's Klingon. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're close. You're close. Same thing, right? <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like one same. letter off. Yeah. <laughs> and it's cool. Like, she can't take King's Landing because, like, all her other places got taken over all over again. Yeah. Everything she just did up to this point got undone again. Got set back to zero. Yeah. And she's feeling very insecure. She's ta- she's asking Jorah, like, how am I supposed to rule the Seven Kingdoms if I can't control Slaver's Bay? How can anybody trust me? Why would anybody follow me? Yeah. So then Jorah says, oh, but you're a Targaryen and the mother of dragons. And then she's like, I need to be more, baby. <laughs> and then she has, she has another Daenerys moment and she's like, I am going to rule but she says it much more powerfully than that. Big Daenerys energy. Yeah. B-D-E, baby. <laughs> and now we cut to the mountains with Sansa and Baelish. And she is so tall. She's very tall. She towers over him. Isn't she a child? <laughs> yeah, she is. You know what I know? Because last time you mentioned that um, that he uh, his accent changes throughout. But I feel like... I, so I was listening for that. But I feel like his voice just gets deeper. Yeah, I don't know. Like he keeps talking more and more like this. I also feel like no one's accent like matches. I mean, like I feel yeah. like everyone has different accents. Mm. You know what I mean? No borders, baby. I <laughs> except they have every border. Except every border. <laughs> or else everyone wouldn't be so pale. Ooh. <laughs> but um, we should just make a bonus episode on your thoughts on that. <laughs> <laughs> I have many thoughts. Anyway, so um, they also dress Lord Baelish up like a Disney villain. Mm, mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, he's up to some bad stuff. Bad news bears, baby. <laughs> so where we are, we're walking to the Vale to pass the bloody gate. Ugh. And you know what that means. <sighs> Into the Vale. And who's at the Vale? Can we just skip this whole part? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this scene is actually kind of weird. Uh, so, okay. This- so we're going to cut inside. We're in the veil now. Sansa says, it's wonderful to meet you, Aunt Liza. And she's like, you mustn't call me that in front of everybody else. So I guess Sansa's still undercover. Yeah. And which I guess makes sense. She walks in, but like Robin and Liza are like cuddling on the throne. And I'm like, I'm yeah. surprised he doesn't have a tit in his mouth. Like, yeah. they're so gross. Well, because now them. he's 18. So now it's a little too old for that. I'm kidding. I don't know how is old he, he is. Is he 18? No, he's a child. He's, he's like. definitely still a child. He's like he's seven still, or eight. He's still annoying. Ah, God. <laughs> so then there's this really like. um just like the, you know, when like cousins first meet, I mean, not how often do you meet a cousin for the first time, but so they have this, often. this scene. Well, your family's huge. <laughs> so they're meeting each other, um, Robin and Sansa for the first time and they're just chatting. And then Robin goes, yeah, so um, 
did the Lannisters kill your family? And, and Sansa's like, yeah, you know, they just chopped my, head, my dad's head off. And he's like, oh, man, mine too. I'm like, wow, that is a cr- crazy thing to bond over. Yeah, he just like comes up to her like, hey, your family's dead, LOL. Uh, <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> your brother too? Wow. wow. Me too. <laughs> Same. <laughs> it's like, Robin, shut up. <laughs> really? And um, Baelish gives him a little gift and he's like, oh, my God, Uncle Peter and I'm like, what? He's about to be your dad. Yeah, <laughs> which is probably Robin's dream to have an uncle dad. Ugh. <laughs> anyway, Robin goes to show Sansa to her chambers, and then Liza throws herself onto Baelish, like Wait. 100% throws herself on him. Before that, right? Robin shows Sansa that big hole in the ground mm-hmm. where he wanted to throw Tyrion. Mm-hmm. So he throws the gift Baelish gives. <laughs> so rude, <laughs> little asshole. <laughs> It's like, well, thanks so much for this gift. Bye. Bye. Kobe. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing but that. (laughs) Okay, so now it's very uncomfy and Liza has thrown herself onto Baelish. Yeah, she's like, make out with me. Marry me tonight. And he just looks so not into her. He's like, uh, shouldn't we wait? (laughs) (laughs) And then does she drop that they're already married? Um, well, she definitely drops that she's crazy as heck. She is nuts. Yeah. I was like, what? I was like, no wonder your kids messed up too. Yeah. <laughs> so I didn't catch if they were married already, but I did catch that. No, no, no. So what I think it was, was that obviously she's already being taken advantage of, but she's in love with Baelish. So she was saying, um, Is she in love or is she just obsessed? Both. I think she's straight obsessed. up obsessed yeah. with him. Because right. it becomes very apparent. Yeah. Very soon. Yes, it does. <laughs> so she's saying that, you know, I'm I'm so loyal to you, blah, 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 all this stuff. And, you know, how else to prove my loyalty than, than, you know, that time ago at my wedding when you told me to put poison in my husband's cake and I did it 100%. And then you told me, you told me to tell Kat that it was whoever else it was. And hold on. Yeah. We find out like she killed her husband. Just because Baelish wanted her to. Yeah. What? Yeah. Oh, she was told to tell Kat that it was the Lannisters who killed him. So did Baelish really start this war? (laughs) Is this all his fault? I guess so, technically. Could you imagine? (laughs) But yeah, and then like there's so much to take in here. And so she just keeps talking and talking and talking and talking. And then he just grabs her and makes out with her to like shut shut her her up. up. Because she is literally like unveiling like everything, everything, everything that happened, her killing John Aaron for him. And then like what they're about to plan. And he just like grabs her. (laughs) He's just like, stop it. Oh God. So he's like, fine. He's like, yeah, fine. Fine. Let's get married tonight. And she's like, not right now. And then she grabs some guy. And she's like, I'm going to scream so loud when my husband makes love to me. She's a freak. She's a freak. So Ew. now I have a question for you. Uh, what makes you more uncomfortable, Cersei and Jamie, or what's her face, Liza and Baelish? Oh, that's hard. Yeah. That's hard. <laughs> Cersei and Jamie. Still, because incest. It's gross. Yeah. But Liza just is so weird. She's just off the charts. She's weird. Yeah. Both are bad. Yeah. So would you would you say they're both equally as uncomfortable just in their own rights? Or do you think there's still a level between one and the other? I mean, Cersei and Jamie, it's like no brainer. That one's like messed up yeah. anyway. <laughs> but imagine if like Cersei acted like Liza. Oh, no. So you had like a Cersei-Liza hybrid plus like oh, banging her brother. No. That'd be exp- like exponentially worse. Yeah. <laughs> that is not a show that I would watch. Nope. <laughs> I'd be like, damn, you guys are really into this? All right. Like I'm cutting all you off. <laughs> 
We can't be so, friends. Okay, so another thought I had was that as um, as Laz was like, all right, cool, we'll get married tonight. And then bathe. is like, cool, but let me bathe and dress for the occasion. And then once I'm ready, I'll call upon the high septon. So I'm like, that means he's going to skip town. <laughs> right? <laughs> but then he didn't. I was wrong. Yeah. Because we cut straight to Liza screaming. Yeah. Well, actually, we're in Sansa's bedroom watching her trying to sleep. At the next door is Liza screaming. You can hear, yeah, Liza screaming. And I'm like, oh, my God. At first, like, I didn't register the sound because it was just weird. Just this weird honking scream sound. (laughs) And then it just, I was like, what the hell? That's Liza, sweetie. Ooh. (laughs) We'll, We'll cut to King's Landing to get away from this. Cool, please. And um, Cersei is cool with marrying Tommen, we yep. find out, because she's hanging out with Tywin. Yep. They agree. So Cersei's talking to Tywin about it, and they agree that a fortnight is a reasonable enough time for each of them to mourn their brother and the, and Marjorie's husband. That's two weeks. That's two weeks. <laughs> That's it? That's like, I mean, he's like the worst, but two weeks is it? I guess so. Okay. <laughs> That's all you need. Yeah. <laughs> so then Tywin asks about Cersei's wedding to Loras, and she's like, a fortnight after that. So she's really going through with it. Yeah, she doesn't want to, but she's gonna. Yeah. Tywin says that they can't trust nobody but themselves and that they need the Tyrells on their side because that's their only rival when it comes to resources. And then Tywin reveals that they haven't mined any gold or slash money in three years. So like, how have they been paying for everything? <laughs> the Iron Bank of Bravos. Uh, loans. Yep. <laughs> yeah, they owe the bank like a crazy amount of money. He says so, an incredible amount. <laughs> an incredible amount. Yeah. We know it's millions. Yeah. Yeah, it's been established yeah. last season. <laughs> so really, ultimately, they just need the Tyrells to help them make payments. Yeah. I'm assuming. Because yeah. they got that cash. Yeah, they do. So then Cersei plants some anti-Tyrion seeds by saying, you know, what does Tyrion really deserve as far as protecting the family legacy, you know? Like, what, what's he really worth to you, dad? And then he's like, you know, I'm on the council. We can't talk about this. And she's like, oh, no, I know. Just, I'm just, just think about your legacy. It's no big. Just, I'm going to leave, but your legacy. <laughs> so she's on a mission. Yeah. But now we get to Arya. Yeah. And she's going over her hit list. Mm-hmm. It changed. Yeah. She's added a lot more names. Yeah. <laughs> she's angry. Yeah. She doesn't have to worry about a couple of those names anymore. She then, doesn't. But, all, mess, all men must die, remember? Yes, they must (laughs) (laughs) so then um as she's reading them off they're trying to go to bed and the hound is like can you just shut up with that and then she's like oh but i have one more name on my list and then she turns around and goes the hound he looks at her like what (laughs) what the heck no what (laughs) she's bold she really is she does not care no she doesn't good for her Back to the veil. And um, Sansa's hanging out and Liza comes over. We find out that Sansa and her mother both had sweet tooths. Yeah, because they're eating desserts and Sansa's going at it. Yeah. So, uh... Okay, (laughs) let me interrupt you before you get to that thought because that's going to be heavy, I know. (laughs) I have a germ issue with the scene. Okay. So Sansa's eating this like lemon cake or whatever. And then uh, Liza's like, oh yeah, just finish that off. So then Sansa licks her fingers. And then before um, you sigh... Uh, Liza takes Sansa's hands. She didn't wipe them off. No, she did Those didn't. hands were fully in her mouth. Yeah, they were. But Liza's crazy, so I guess it doesn't bother her. She doesn't... <laughs> she doesn't care that there's germs. No, she doesn't. <laughs> and but here we go. We're going downhill. What's oh, happening? Oh, for sure. So Liza starts talking to Sansa about how great Baelish is and how much Sansa should appreciate what he's done for her. You're like, okay, cool. And nice. then you're like, something is up. With Aunt Liza. Yeah, there is. Yeah. She's and, like, um, so... And I'm like, after we find out that she killed her husband, I don't think we can really trust her anyway. No, I wouldn't say that. Yeah. So the conversation takes a real 
weird turn like really quickly. She starts to get really aggressive. Yeah. Like a sharp left. Yeah. And then you're like, oh shit. Like Aunt Liza is a jealous type. She is. She's (laughs) like, so, so why would Baelish invest so much in you, Sansa? What is it? And she's like, uh, I'm half Tully. So, so he loved family and nope, nope, that wasn't it. No, it was, he was in love with your mother and she didn't love him back and she took advantage of him and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And like, calm down. Yeah. And she's like, are you paying him back with your body? She's like immediately like goes right into like, (laughs) she looks like she's about to kill Sansa. Yeah. And Sansa's like, I'm a virgin. (laughs) She's like, and and he's even told me I'm a bad liar and I should always tell the the truth and I'm always telling the truth and you can trust me. And she's like sobbing at this point. Yeah. And then I was like, okay. Yeah. I'm like, Sansa's in tears. I'm in tears. (laughs) Like I'm like so worried for her. (laughs) I'm like, what? So then we find out like that the next set of plans is for Tyrion to get killed at the trial. So Sansa can be a widow so she can marry Robin. No. And I'm like, she needs to get out of there. What a nightmare. Oh my God. I hated this whole thing. (laughs) Like that's Sansa's nightmare. I know, but that's my nightmare. (laughs) It's mine too. (laughs) So now we're back on the road with Brienne and Pod. Aww. He cannot control his horse. He's, He's having, having a really, really hard, hard time. time. And he looks so <laughs> uncomfortable and it's so funny, but so sad. And Brienne does not want him there. Yeah. And she's like, I release you of your oath. And he's like, no, I'm going to stay and help you. <laughs> what a good squire. Yeah, he's Love so that good. guy. He's kind of good at his job. And then we cut back to the hound. He yeah. wakes up. Arya isn't there. Yeah, he freaks out immediately. Panic. Like but- she's going to sneak up and kill him or something. <laughs> Imagine she got into his head already. <laughs> Just took one night. Yeah. But then we find her and she's practicing with needle. Yep. And she can also do a one handed cartwheel. So yeah, she's she like the coolest person in Westeros. How long do you think it took her to practice that? <laughs> like in all of her travels? Because I imagine that she's been busy. Yeah, right. Like when did she have the time to practice her cartwheel form? That's amazing. But good for her. I'm yeah, so right? proud of her. I can't do a regular cartwheel. Neither can I. <laughs> That's something we should practice. I've always wanted to, but I've never tried. Uh, yeah, we can try. Okay. Good. <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> but anyway, so he finds her and he starts taunting her about her technique and then makes fun of Sirio. And then he points out, dick. or like the main point of his argument, I know, right? What an <laughs> asshole. He's such a dick. The main point of his argument is that it doesn't matter that Sirio is good. The other guy is still alive because he had armor and a big sword and Sirio didn't. Yeah. So like technique over protection? Yeah. I get it. But then we're cut to King's Landing with Oberyn. He's writing a letter and Cersei walks up to him, but actually I'm wrong because he's writing a poem. Yeah. How romantic. To one of his eight daughters. Oh. Eight. <laughs> that's a lot daughters. of daughters. Oh, that's so much yeah. estrogen. Yeah. <laughs> but this is another scene where Cersei's planting her anti-Tyrian seeds again. Yeah. And she says that it, it's a cruel joke that they're both powerful people, but couldn't save their loved ones. So his sister and her son. Mm-hmm. And then she asked him to bring a ship back to Dorne for Marcella because that's just the size of gifts that we can give in King's Landing. Damn. Can't give her like a little rose. It has to be a full ship. Yep. And he's like, you know, no, I'll do that for you. Yeah, absolutely. So then she brings up that she hasn't seen her daughter in a year. So now we have some kind of timeline. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Which still doesn't make sense. Yeah. (laughs) It does not. So Prince Auburn says that Marcella has been playing with his daughters and is happy. And he says, we don't hurt little girls in Dorne. And Cersei says, everywhere in the world, they hurt little girls. And this is just, like, another moment where we see, like, a little bit of, like, who Cersei Human. is and, like, yeah. what happened to her when yeah. she was a kid. Like, uh, And the, she's also not wrong. No, she's not. And she actually, she has, like, tears in her eyes at this moment. And she's also telling him to deliver a message to her for me and tell her that her mother misses her very much. And I'm like, Cersei. Yeah. You, you care about your other children? Yeah. <laughs> I was wow. just about to say that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> your other good ones? Yeah. Oh, man. 
So back to Brian and Podrick. Yes. He's still struggling. Yep. He tries to cook a rabbit and it catches fire. Because he hasn't skinned it. And <laughs> she's like, what are you doing? You haven't removed the skin? Have you cooked anything ever? What do you do? And he's like, <laughs> well, for Tyrion, I kept his clothes clean and I poured him wine. And that's about it. it brought some food from the kitchen. Yep. Where it's already cooked. <laughs> but I can already see him. So remember how I said that Sam was going to be Neville? I feel like Pod is also going to have a Neville moment. <laughs> you know, just that comeback kid. Oh, for He's sure. He's going to do it. Oh, for sure. I can, I've, I'm here for that. I feel that. I mean, technically he had that moment at Blackwater Bay. That's true. That was his introduction to us. Yeah. But I think he'll, he can have it again. <laughs> He, he can have more than one. Now that he's got more character, now that we know him more, yeah. I'm willing to give him that twice. <laughs> <laughs> so he runs through his whole list and eventually he gets to him defending Tyrion at Blackwater Bay. Mm-hmm. And finally now Brienne is listening to him. Yeah. And Brienne starts to actually kind of respect him more. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. That's all we needed was to kill someone to yep. get a little bit of respect around here. Yep. <laughs> and then because so the other like super cute thing here is that at first, like once he, he puts the fire out on the rabbit... Um, Brienne comes to sit down and he's trying to help her take her armor off. And she's like, I don't need help. <laughs> and then as he's telling his story, she's struggling with her taking her armor off because it's like tied on. So then after he tells the story about how he defended Tyrion by putting a spear in the other guy's head, Brienne's like, come help me take this off. And he runs so fast to help her take it off. And I'm like, oh my God, Pod. Aw. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. He's a woman pleaser. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Find me a Pod. So we go from that wholesome moment to yep. Crest's Keep. Polar opposite. Uh, Hate this place. Yeah. So we open up. Locke is there. So I guess they made the 60 mile trek super quickly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's snooping on them. Just kind of keeping tabs and tallies on people. And Rast comes outside and he's like hurting a woman who's sobbing. So like I'm upset now. On brand. My like I'm so upset for all these women. Like my my like this whole thing happening to them just totally breaks my heart. And I'm just like, oh God. It's very hard to watch these scenes. It is truly the worst. Yeah. Because like, do you, I don't know if you do this, but like whenever we cut to Crash Creep, I just like make this face this whole time and I'm just watching it like, ugh. Yeah, like you're expecting the worst. Yeah. yeah. Like you just like lean back naturally and you're like, I'm ready to stop this at any second. Yeah. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> but then so he's sneaking around the village to see, or we're talking about Locke. Locke is sneaking around the village. Because he's getting intel. Fine. Yeah. So then he finds the like the hut where Bran is. Mm-hmm. So he's like snooping in, but Bran hears, and then he sees that there are like some muddy footprints in the in the snow, which I guess like tips him off. But also, what can he do? They're all tied up. Yeah. Also, he can't like move anyway. He can't. Dang! <laughs> wow. <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> so I'm glad Mira is with them because mm-hmm. if she wasn't, I would have been horrified. Where is she? <laughs> Where's Mira? <laughs> And then Jojen is like sitting there and he is not looking too hot. He's giving up on life. Or he's looking too hot because he's he's sweating. Yeah. (laughs) He is not having a good time. Yeah. Yeah. So he's saying that he's like having a vision, but is still conscious at the moment. So he's telling Bran not to, not to let anything stop him. And that now that we kind of like see his point of view and there's this giant tree behind Bran. Mm -hmm. So he says that you have to get to the tree and then Mira and Hodor are only there to guide you. I'm only here to guide you. He's waiting for you there, Bran. Who who is he? The raven. Oh, the raven. I think that's who they're going to. Uh, Yes, the three-eyed raven. So then he says, you know, you have to find it and you have to make it, Bran. So it's very ominous. Yeah, right. And then we cut back to Locke reporting to John. Wait, that, real quick. Yep. Um, he also looks at his hand and it's on fire. So I'm like, yes. is he dying? Oh, no. Is it like once his whole body's on fire, he's done though? I hope not. Oh, that's sad. That I like suck. him. Yeah. Yeah. He was doing good. 
So yeah, back to Locke. Locke is reporting to John that there are 11 men at the camp who are mostly drunk and then to stay clear of the hut on the west side because the hounds are there. But he's lying because that's where Bran is. Yeah, he totally is lying. It cuts back to Carl coming out of a hut saying that he likes girls with curls. No. So we totally know he's heading towards Mira. They better not. And I hate how much he obsesses over Mira's like brown curls and how he keeps like touching her and stuff because I have brown curls. (laughs) So I hate this. (laughs) And there's also no way that she's the only one that has brown curly hair there. I don't understand the obsession, but I am bothered personally. I'm personally bothered. (laughs) That's representation, sweetie. I hate it. (laughs) I don't want to be represented this way. (laughs) Maybe, maybe she's the only one with brown curly hair because hers is the only hair that's clean or hers is like cleanest out of everybody else's. Maybe. Because like maybe the other women do also have at least wavy hair or something, some kind of texture. Yeah. They just, you can't tell because they're also dirty. Yeah. <laughs> it's just pulled down by grime. Yeah. And Ooh. blood because they've been beaten. Oh, but true. I just went there. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. <laughs> oh, anyway, yeah. they get to the hut and they, they like pull Mira up and then tie her up by her wrists. And Carl is being very gross and I'm waiting for somebody to kill him. Yeah. And then and I'm like, steps in. And I'm like, they're really just going to like rape her right there in front of them. And I'm yep. like, why isn't Bran just working to Carl's head or something? Like, I'm scared. I'm so upset. <laughs> but then Jojen steps in and he's like, I can help you if you let Mira go. And Carl's like, uh, no. So then Jojen's like, I saw you die and I saw you burn. And I'm like, whoa, that's metal. Yeah, right. But then just as Carl's kind of just like ignoring him, he's like, oh, you're just talking BS. So just as he's about to go touch Mira, the Night's Watch comes and attacks Sophie. Yeah, right? Good. I legitimately almost started crying because mm. I got so scared for her. They, they were <laughs> playing with fire there. Yeah, really. Uh, so the Night's Watch attacks, Locke finds Brandon and his friends, and then this dumbass gives himself up. He's yeah. like, oh, you're with John? <laughs> Hello? Yeah. You made this mistake three times already. I when know. will you learn? So he ends up um, taking Bran... And Bran wargs into Hordor. Mm-hmm. And then while controlling Hodor, breaks the chains and like... Yes, because everybody else is still tied up. Yeah. Everyone else is tied up. The other Night's Watch guys are all fighting. So Locke is basically just out doing his own thing. So contr- while controlling Hodor, he catches up to Locke and then ends up like breaking his neck. Snaps it just right off. Yeah. Ooh. And then when Hodor comes back too and he sees the blood on his hands, he gets upset. And then yeah. I get upset again. <laughs> Because Hodor didn't want to kill anybody. Yeah. He's just too powerful for he's his like, own good. He's a sweet, like, innocent giant. Oh. Love that Pokemon. <laughs> he's my favorite Pokemon. <laughs> so then Bran tells Hodor to go get Jojen and Mira. So Bran is just sitting there on the ground. And then he sees John. So he starts calling for him and trying to, like, call, like crawl to him. But then by this time, Jojen comes around and he's like, bro, if John finds you, he's going to take you back to Castle Luck and he won't let you find what's what's more north. And then Bran's like, but... It's John. And Jojen's like, bro, do you want John or do you want the three-eyed raven? And Bran's like, bro, you're right. I want the three-eyed raven. So they go, they don't, they don't, they don't see John. Yeah. They're like, let's go get Summer and get out of here. Yeah. Yep. And so, might I remind you that we're only here because Bran. Damn it, Bran. Had to go and work into Summer and give them up. <laughs> uh, so then we go from that to um, John coming in and having a standoff with Carl. Mm-hmm. Carl beats him like he starts kicking his ass. Yeah. I'm like, wow. Okay. He was very unprepared for this. Yeah, he was. <laughs> and now Carl's about to like stab John through the face or whatever. But then Carl gets stabbed through the head or something. No, he gets stabbed in the back by yeah. one of the women that that's in there. Yeah. And then he turns to like go kill her. And then John puts his sword right through Carl's head. 
and out through his mouth. Blech. Crazy. Blech. And then, so he like dies right in front of this girl. And then John kneels down and asks the girl if she's all right. Hello. She's obviously not. <laughs> you know? She's been through a lot. Yes. She's been through too much. Her whole life has just been downhill. Yeah. <laughs> it started at the bottom and kept going down. Yeah, really. <laughs> so now the fight's over. There are five dead men of the Night's Watch and ten dead mutineers. So Rast is still missing. And yeah, now we he cut ran to away. the woods. He's, he sucks. Yeah, he does. He's a little bitch. <laughs> so we cut to him running through the woods and past Ghost's empty cage, which means Ghost, Ghost is, is gonna Ghost is not a fan of Rast. Yep. Yeah. So, and then Ghost runs up and kills him and yep. scares me. Nice. And I was like, ha! <laughs> but also good. Yay. Yeah. Yay. And then Ghost catches up to Ron, uh, John. I was supposed to say Ron. <laughs> Who's Ron? <laughs> John's uh, alter ego. <laughs> But he catches up to John and they have a cute little reunion. Yeah. I'm like, aw. Love that. Yeah. So now one of the guys asks the, what to do with all the women. And then John's like, you guys can go back to Castle Black with us. We can find something for you to do. And then the spokeswoman of the women says, no offense, but hard pass. Probably the oldest sister. Probably. She looked pretty old. She did look pretty old. Yeah. Sorry, but like, how could you trust men after what they've been through? Yeah. Like, they we were beaten and raped by their father. They were beaten and raped by mutineers. Like, yeah, there's just ch- the same exact way as a Night's Watch. Yeah. And like John's whole thing is like, oh, but Mance Raider is coming and with his army and like they could kill you. And it's like, yeah, there's that chance. But hard know, pass still. They don't know if things would be better with the Night's Watch. Yeah. Yeah. So she's like, you know what? You can burn this place down. So they do. Yeah. So well, like that's fun. I'm happy for them because yeah. at least if they're out on their own like on their own terms, they can take care of each other. Yeah. Yeah. And Gilly's already proven that they know how to take care of themselves better than any man can. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Burn this place to the ground. Baby. Too, too many bad memories for these women. I hope they have a bright future. I, yeah, I hope Mance's army just kind of like skips over them. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they would be the ones to stop the wildlings. <laughs> I know they could do it. Be like, what are you guys doing? Yeah. <laughs> Get out of here, guys. Go back. Yeah. And that's the end of that episode. Yay. And now we're on 406. Yes. The laws of gods and men. Opens on Stannis and Davos sailing somewhere. And he's on a boat and it's moving fast. And And Stannis literally always has a scowl on his face. Have you noticed that? Yeah, he sucks. He's literally never happy. Such a negative Nancy. Can he ever smile? This is sour Stannis. We should start. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, we should start like catcalling him the way that like women get like, come on, babe, smile. You look so much better with a smile. Come on. Ayo, can I get a smile? (laughs) No, let me holler. I would not want to holler at Stannis though. No, hell no. He would not be a fun time at all. We get a slow instrumental score of the theme song. Oh, nice. Yeah. It's fun. I didn't even pick up on that because where are we sailing that there's this giant, giant um, soldier just like... To Bravos. That's Bravos. Yeah. Oh, yes, that's right. So they sail underneath this like huge statue. You know, if you look up the night skirt, you get exiled <laughs> immediately. <laughs> no, you know what they do? They All the soldiers have to go through. They have to look and go, no homo. <laughs> <laughs> So they go to the Iron Bank and we get like, um, so Stannis and Davos are like waiting and Stannis is pacing. Davos was being awkward. I like that ship name, Stavos. Stavos. (laughs) Yeah. They're hanging out. (laughs) Um, Three guys come out and we start getting like a shark tank moment. Yes. Very shark tank. (laughs) That's what it felt like. I couldn't put my finger on it, but you're right. That's what it is. Yeah. So the middle guy addresses Stannis as Lord Stannis and Davos immediately cuts in with King Stannis with the whole king of whatever fisting of the seven kingdoms. And the middle guy's like, yeah, but like 
the Iron Throne is being occupied by Tommen, so shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what else I liked about this scene, too, is that they just they just were not having any of Stannis. No, they don't care. And they were like, you use words like super and madam, madman and, and all these things, but like our stories have numbers and numbers don't lie. And I was like, you right, baby. Oh, math. And then Stannis was just like put right back down. Yeah. He's like, hey, guys, invest in me. I have king blood and... Each bank guy is like, this deal sucks, I'm out. Yep. <laughs> and it's funny because they're actually being super condescending to him, but I'm not as annoyed because it's Stannis. It's kind of funny, though. Yeah. It's funny watching them kind of drill into him and being yeah. like, we don't care who you are. Because I feel like this is maybe the first time that he's ever been challenged like that. Yeah, for or sure. Or even just questioned in general. Yeah. So then now he's being roasted again about having only 4,000 men and 32 ships. And like, what resources does he have to feed those men? Oh, the answer's nothing? Cool. So this is not good for us. You <laughs> can out. go on to the next one. <laughs> so then Davos stands up to do some negotiating. He's like, this man keeps his word. And then he shows him his missing fingers. Yeah. Like that's supposed to mean something. Yeah. But then he says, you know, uh, so who's run, who runs King's Landing right now? Tywin. And how old is he? 67. So who's in charge when he dies? A teenager? Long story short, Stannis is the only reliable uh, ruler alive. And honestly, I love Davos, but he's so brainwashed. Yeah, he's a very good inspirational speaker. He is. <laughs> but he's, he's not on the right side right now. Oh, for sure. And now we cut to... He's like so loyal to Stannis. He is. It's insane. And now we're cutting to a hot tub bathroom scene. Yeah, um, it's with, Sa- with Salador. Salador, that's his yeah. name. Yeah, and he lives a very interesting life. He does. Yeah. So Davos come over, comes over to him, and he's like, hey, put your pants back on. We're going sailing. And, and he throws him- a whole lot of cash at him. Yeah, and he's like, oh, I guess. <laughs> if I have to. <laughs> and speaking of ships. Yeah, we're, then we go to Yara on yep. her ship, and she's reading a letter from Ramsey out loud telling her to get her men out of the north, or else she'll keep getting pieces of Theon. So she continues that with a speech to rally her men. But during her entire voiceover, we keep cutting to like scenes of Ramsey having sex. And I'm like, I don't want to see this. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I guess in like the artist way, that's supposed to show that Theon can't do that and Ramsey can. So Ramsey's the one who's like better than Theon now. Oh, I guess. Yeah. Artists, you know. Oh, wow. Art. Wow. Love it. It's also intercut with the Yara and her troop getting closer and closer and kind of sneaking into their... What land are they in? The Dreadfort. The Dreadfort. So they're yeah. sneaking into the Dreadfort and now they're like climbing in the walls and then Yara's... This guard comes out and Yara's got a, a knife to his neck. He's like, show me where Theon is. And he's like, I don't know. And then she's like, show me where Theon is. And he's like, okay. <laughs> so then they walk him down to the cages and they're like really keeping Theon with the dogs. Yeah, in the kennel. In a cage. That's yeah. wild. That's... Yeah. To show he's nothing. Yeah. And then you know what's even crazier is that Yara opens the cage and says that she's saving him. And Theon's like, no, no, I'm Reek. I'm loyal, Reek. You can't trick me. He can't trick me again. And Yara's like, bro, come on. And like, he's just so far gone. He's like, he just freaks out. Like, he's so traumatized and so brainwashed. He doesn't even know who he is. I'm like, oh my God, this is so sad. Yeah. Uh. (laughs) So then he's making, obviously he's making so much noise that Ramsay comes in with some other guys. Covered in blood. Covered in blood because that's that's him. Yep. So do you think he killed that girl? Uh, well, I wouldn't put it past him. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> I didn't think about it till just now. I was like, he really fought through all those soldiers, though. You, you just shirtless. He yeah, he did. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, he had zero armor on him. Yeah, no, he had pants. And then so Ramsey's guys and Yara's guys fight. And then it's just like Ramsey and two other people. Then Yara and two other people. And she's like, "Come on, bro, just like let us go. Like let us take the animal. We'll just be out of here." And Ramsey's like. 
I'm going to let the dogs loose on you. Ah, uh, yeah. So then Yara and her two friends go. And when she gets back to her, her sailboat, back to her boat, they're like, so what about Prince Theon? And she's like, Theon is dead. And I was like, damn. Yeah, I I'm mean. sad. Oh, uh, yeah, because he's not himself. He's not. It sucks. Yeah. Uh, so next morning. Yeah, so we're with Ramsay, and he is giving Theon a reward for remaining loyal when he's about to be freed. So he fills a bathtub and makes Theon get in it. And, like, Theon eventually gets in, and Ramsay walks up to him, and Theon flinches and tenses up. And it's just so sad seeing him react, like, just afraid of every single movement Ramsay makes. Because he thinks, like, he's going to lash out or do something to him. Yeah. Imagine being that broke. That's sad. That's so sad. So sad. Oh, my God. So then, and I also feel like it's, it's like an intimidation game for Ramsay, too. Like, he is, in theory, being nice to him and rewarding him with a bath. But he's also like, but while you do that, I'm going to stand over you the whole time. Yeah, but is that also like um, him kind of playing up some kind of Stockholm syndrome? Oh. Because like he tortured and broke Theon and is now showing him kindness. But the bare minimum, yes. Yeah, but obviously <laughs> it's very empty kindness because it's just another way for him to control. Yes, because he's also obviously still using him because now Ramsey's telling him that he needs him to help take a castle. So he has to be, he has to pretend to be somebody you're not. Theon Greyjoy. You douche. Yeah. What a douche. Yeah. So like, how do you this think? Guy. <laughs> so how do you think it's going to be with Theon, Azric playing Theon? It's going to be a mess. Yeah. That's going to be a disaster. Oh, for sure. So now we're somebody, somewhere in the fields with some goats the kid is throwing rocks into water over some cliff. He looks so bored. Yeah, and I feel like this is going to be another like wilding scene attack, but it's not. I'm wrong. I'm nope. very wrong. A dragon shows up. Yep. And starts like burning up some sheep. Yep. <laughs> takes, a, takes a sheep with him just for good measure. Yeah, just in case. Yep. This one's for later. It's a little snack. <laughs> yeah. So now we cut back to Maureen. And Daenerys is in some hall, and she's going through her titles, and I'm so exhausted. It is 14 seconds long, I counted. <laughs> Is it 14, 14 seconds? seconds. Uh, your name shouldn't be that long. <laughs> <laughs> like, at what point can you just be Daenerys, who is so powerful that she doesn't need to be introduced as every single land that she owns? Yeah. Like, hey, this is Daenerys. I own everything. Take it or yeah. leave it. <laughs> 14 seconds. Or Daenerys Targaryen. Yep. Done. So, anyway, so who shows up? The farmer. And he's like, hey, <laughs> your dragon are killing my sheep. And she's like, okay, have some gold. Three times over. And he's like, oh my God, thank you so much. Oh my God, oh my God, I won. Yeah. So good for her. Yeah, right? And then she's like, okay, next one. So now it's two dudes come in and one introduces the other as the noble, his star Zolorak. And he- Bless ex- you. Thank you. <laughs> he explains that his family is one of the oldest in Marine and that he was, his father was unjustly crucified. So Daenerys is like, um- None of that was unjust because justice and justice, you know what I mean? Well, first he starts telling Daenerys about his father and that he was a good man and all mm-hmm. the good things his father did mm-hmm. to basically humanize him yeah. and like be like, hey, this is my dad. He's awesome. And Daenerys is like, cool. I'd be honored to meet him. And he's like, you crucified you him. You killed him. Bitch. <laughs> yeah. And um, he says to her, like, is it justice to answer one crime with another? And that's exactly what Barristan was saying. That is exactly what he was saying. Yeah. So now him and Jorah, one for one. <laughs> <laughs> so then Daenerys is like, um, those guys were all criminals. They all killed everybody. And he's and like, then, my dad was against the crucifixion. Yeah. And now she's getting defensive. Yeah. And she's like, uh, well, you know what? She's, he still sucks. 
Yeah. What's done is done. Yeah. He's dead. <laughs> <laughs> what, you want me to bring him back to life? Yeah. <laughs> so what he's really asking is he wants to do a traditional proper burial for his father and six, 162 other masters. And she's like, uh, but what about those kids? Would you have asked for burials for them? Yeah. And he's like, okay, I can't defend the actions of other people, but like, I just love my dad and I just want to bury him the right way. She's like, you can bury your dad and only your dad. Yeah. Get the F out of here. <laughs> so that was a very put me in my spot moment because I was all about Daenerys being like, you're right. They deserve that. They were all assholes. And then I'm like, oh, that's right. They're people. Yeah. Like, so, whoops. you know, take a step back every now and again. <laughs> people are people, whatever. <laughs> so back to King's Landing. Yeah. Oh, but first, after this one guy leaves, Miss Sandy tells Daenerys that there are 212 more people in line to talk to her. And she gets exhausted. I'm exhausted. Yeah. She's like, how many? Can you recount? Maybe some people left. Yeah. Can I just take a break? Yeah. Now we're back to King's Landing. Go get some water yeah, and I'm never come back. <laughs> I'm going to go to the gas station, get some milk. Yeah. Being queen sucks. <laughs> Who wants that? Yeah. So now we're back to King's Landing. Yeah. In a small council meeting. Yes. Oberon is already complaining because it's too early. Yeah. He's like, I want to go back to bed. And Varys is giving the council all the hot gossip. Yes. And I'm really shocked by how quickly he learns his stuff. He's got his birds everywhere. Yeah. He mentions where the hound just was and how many men he's killed. He tells the council that Daenerys is in Marine, mm-hmm. how many soldiers she has along with the dragons. And then we find out from him that Mormont used to be spying on her for him, but is now loyal to her. Isn't that crazy? I'm That's- so, I'm. I'm annoyed. <laughs> I'm trying so hard to like this guy. And he's making it so hard. Yeah. <laughs> Jora, can you just be better? Yeah. Stop it. We we, we were rooting for you. No. That's, that's literally what I wrote down. Jora, excuse me? Yeah. I'm like, yo, come but on. But we also find... Well, not find I out, put but, so many exclamation points. Oh, I wrote in caps so much. Oh, man. But we also... So after we find out where uh, the hound just was, Tywin puts a hundred coin bounty on his head. That's the only like thing. A hundred? It's three hundred. It's a lot. It was 10 though, wasn't it? Oh, so then maybe it's a (laughs) hundred. He puts a a big, a large bounty on the hound's head. Yeah. Uh, But Jorah, man. Yeah. That guy. That was such a bomb. And then we get another moment from Cersei where she doesn't really realize the weight of what's going on around her. Like remember with the war, she was just like so personally offended by everything happening with her family and everyone's like, there's a war happening. Shut your mouth. Okay. But my son. Yeah. So she's sitting here and she thinks Daenerys is just a kid and poses no threat. And the rest of the council is like, hello, hello. She has Unsullied. She has Mormont and she has Barristan, who are the two of the best knights we've ever had. Plus the Unsullied are crazy good warriors. Yeah. And Prince Aubrey. And three dragons. Yeah. And three dragons. And Prince Aubrey's like, yeah, the Unsullied are no joke. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I lived with them for five years. They they can fight. Yeah. And she's like, she's still just a kid. She's like, yeah, whatever. She's a child. And it's like everyone in the room is like, Cersei, shut up. <laughs> and Cersei, have you left this castle ever? Yeah, and I'm sitting here like, Cersei, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so the scene basically ends with Tywin saying that Daenerys has to be dealt with and Varys should come and send some spies to Marine. And he's like, okay, we'll do. Yeah. All right. And now we're in the throne room. Yeah, and Varys, Varys and Prince Auburn chat. And Auburn guesses that Varys is from Lys. Mm-hmm. And he wants to know the story about Varys's missing dinger. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, okay. Uh, awesome. And But it's it's interesting because we also get into how in Varys' sexuality turns out he's asexual. And he says that he's glad to have be removed of that desire because it leaves room for other wants. And Oberyn's like, what other want could you possibly want? And then Varys just looks at the throne. And I'm like, what? 
Yeah, since when? Yeah, since when? And also, I feel like, why would Varys reveal that to Oberyn? Maybe you know? just to kind of be like, hey, we're both from the East. Mm. Oh, because there's like more of a, tr- like that home hometown trust, maybe? Yeah. Like maybe he can establish some sort of alliance with him. Mm. Yeah. I'm just surprised that he would reveal that to anybody because I feel like he that's not a him move. Yeah, true. But, but I guess, also, I guess it could be. I don't know this guy. I don't know. He flip flops. Yeah. Yeah. He changes opinions like, like underwear. (laughs) (laughs) So then we cut to Jamie getting Tyrion from his cell and he looks really heartbroken. Yeah, he does. He's like, that's my little brother. He has to bring Tyrion to trial. Yeah. Oh, wow. (laughs) I had to do that to you. Had to do it to him. Before we get to the serious part. Yep. (laughs) But Jamie's come to bring Tyrion to his trial and has to bring him in handcuffs because it's on daddy's orders. (sighs) <sighs> which sucks their dad sucks he is the worst <laughs> how are some people allowed to be parents <laughs> you'd be shocked <laughs> <laughs> so it starts out as a very solid trial after Tony. are you sure yes because <laughs> after this trial was just a disaster <laughs> <laughs> but the beginning impeccable i think because after Tomin excuses himself and introduces the council time like so did you kill joffrey like imagine how quick that would have been he's like yeah i did yeah so then what do you do after that okay court adjourned (laughs) done thanks bye we're done here (laughs) but obviously he says no yeah and then i'm just i don't know i just i'm not getting past that point because he's like yeah and what about it yeah i killed him so what (laughs) what are you gonna do bring him back yeah He's dead, whatever. <laughs> so the trial is so rigged because it's just every single one of Cersei's witnesses all just give like out of context quotes mm-hmm. of things Tyrion have said that mm-hmm. kind of make him look bad. Yep. And it's like, ah, oh, you But assholes. the very first witness is Sir Marin just making up some absolute bullshit about Tyrion at the wedding. He's like, and he jumped on Joffrey and punched him in the face and said, you blah, 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 blah. No, he's talking about when um when the mob happened. Remember oh. when, when Tyrion went all slap happy yeah, on Joffrey? That's what he was talking mm. about. Yeah. That was a good scene. I did like that moment. <laughs> that was fun. That solid, felt good. Solid scene. Yeah. Watching Joffrey get his ass beat. Yep. Yep. Now, now Pycelle is up and he's reading some list of poisons that I feel like is straight out of Harry Potter. I hate this guy. <laughs> I hate him so much. Bassless venom and Wolfsbane. And I was like, is this real stuff? I guess it's real. I think Wolfsbane's a th- real thing. Okay. Yeah. No, that's real. So like, is Basilisk actually a snake? No, I don't think so. So so that's <laughs> stolen from Harry Potter. Oh, for sure. Unless it's just an old-timey name for a oh, snake. Oh, maybe. Okay, okay, okay. Wow. <laughs> We're really good at guessing. <laughs> Love fact-checking. Yeah, right? I just I was sitting here, I'm like, this is a Harry Potter original. Is it not? <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely not. <laughs> so, so basically, Varys is testifying. Not Varys, what's his name? Pycelle. Pycelle. Pycelle is testifying that the poisons are stolen from his store, and he knows Tyrion did it. And... He ha- happens to pull out the same necklace that Sansa did and says that it's laced with some crazy poison. Yeah, because he says that they found it on the body of the clown guy who saved Sansa. So, like, how was so it? So, did that guy float back? I guess. So, when Baelish broke the stones, threw it back on that body, that body just floated back to King's Landing? Just straight back to King's Landing. That is so stupid. This is <laughs> what? In a straight line. Why? Why not sink the ship? Sink the ship. This is... That's part I of Baelish's plan to... Oh! <laughs> <laughs> this is <was> stupid. <laughs> so the whole time, the funniest part of this whole thing is that Tyrion just looks so done with everybody who's a witness. Yeah. He's just like, oh my God, you really are trying me this hard, guys. 
So now, Pisel, I keep calling him Varys in my notes, which is confusing. Because me. Varys is the next one. That he comes is up. the next yeah. one. But so Pisel is like, and it's a poison that that few of the people, few of the seven kingdoms can have access to, and that it was used against the most noble child that the gods have ever put on this earth. And like, take a chill pill. <laughs> yeah. Like, shut does up. he have chill pills in his store? He wasn't that great. He like, was chill not. Out. <laughs> like even Cersei doesn't like you. Calm down. He sucked and you know it. Yeah. And everyone in that room, that whole audience is like, gasp, shock. Oh my God. He did what to Joffrey? <gasps> and it's like, all of you would have loved to line up and smack that little asshole in the face. Yeah, they would have. Don't even. That would have been like a town holiday. <laughs> So like, now Cersei on. is up talking about that threat that Tyrion made to her. She's got watery eyes, making it look, you know, impeccable acting on her side. She's <laughs> making up lies about what kind of debt Tyrion meant when he threatened her. Because he was she said that the debt was about, um, like, she found some whores in his, in his room. And she said to go keep that in the brothel where it belongs. And he was so mad about that. Like, <laughs> would that make you that mad to go kill somebody's son? Yeah, right. Calm down. Uh... Or, like... Be smarter about your lies. <laughs> she sucks. <laughs> so now at this point, Tyrion just looks exhausted. Yeah. So now I'm sad. Mm-hmm. And he's like not allowed to speak unless he's called upon. So obviously nobody's going to call upon him. Yeah. And he keeps having like little outbursts. And yeah. It's just like, no. <laughs> and it sucks because you know he's smarter than everybody there. Oh, for sure. And that's why they're not letting him talk. Because <laughs> he can definitely talk his way out of it. Yeah. Yeah. And now Varys is up. Yeah. And he ends up also doing out-of-context quotes of Mm -hmm. Tyrion, too. And then Tyrion is like, hey, remember the time you said these really great things about me and how this place really needs me? Did you forget about that? (laughs) And Varys like, sadly, I don't forget a thing. And then he leaves. He did him dirty. He did. Like, I knew that Varys was on the witness panel, but I also, like, I'm still mad about it. Well, Varys... they respect each other. Well, Varys, like Baelish, is all about self-preservation. Yeah, that's And Varys' whole thing is self-preservation. But, like, he did him so dirty. I mean, he had to. He's a witness for the queen. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but Tywin finally calls a recess. Yeah. So Jamie goes to confront him about how you'd really condemn your own son to death. Like, this isn't a trial. You know that Cersei manipulated everything. And Tywin's like, uh, I don't know, squat. Jamie's like, this is rigged. And I'm like, this is fucking rigged. Yeah, it is. <laughs> he hate this place. So they have this whole thing about how, you know, Jamie says that Tywin always hated Tyrion. And, and Tywin's like, he killed his king. And Jamie's like, as did I. And Ty- Tywin shuts right up. And I'm like, that's right, Jamie. You put him in their place. Yeah. So now Jamie comes in with the whole, you said the family name and the dynasty was everything. What happens to the family when Tyrion dies? Because I'm a Kingsguard. I'm sworn to never have kids. So what happens to your name, dad? So he's playing that and his dad's like, oh. And he's like, yeah, and? And yeah. then, so Tywin's like, so what happens to my name when I let my grandson's killer live? And Jamie's like, I'll quit the Kingsguard. I'll take my place as your son and your heir. And if you let Tyrion live, I'll go take over Casterly Rock and live that life. And then Tywin's so fast. He's like, okay, yeah, done. Done. Easy. Okay. So was this all a ruse? Yes. To get Jamie to drop his Kingsguard uh, yeah, stuff? Yeah, I bet. What an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I feel bamboozled for yeah. Jamie. <laughs> Still a rapist. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he is. I just have to always, you know, just remember Rep- like what he's done. Yeah. Like, I do like him, but he's still a rapist. So I like can't 100% ever be with Jamie now. <laughs> you know, I can't be team Jamie. I'm always going to be one foot in, one foot out with him. True. You know? Like the hokey pokey. Yeah. Yes, of course. But he really did save Tyrion's life. Yeah. But he's still a rapist. <laughs> <laughs> so just like, you know, Jamie, think about your actions. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> yeah. Bell's toll. So we're back in court. Well, first. Okay. Tywin's like, yeah, that's fine. 
And I'll send Tyrion to the Night's Guard. Oh, yes, that's right. And I'm like, oh, that sucks too. That is, yeah. <laughs> so, just as bad. What if he was going to do that anyway? Yeah. What if he wasn't going to kill him and then Jamie just walked in like guns a-blazing? Because he, he knows his kids. Yeah. Too predictable. Yeah, they are very predictable. So as the bill, as people start filling back into court, Jamie goes over to tell Tyrion the dealio and he's like, you just got to keep it cool. Dad's yeah. going to let you live. He's like, do you trust me? He's like, uh, beg for mercy. And that's it. <laughs> and Ty- Tyrion's like, I mean, I guess. Yeah, he's like, sure. So Tyrion was on board trusting Jamie until the next witness comes in. And who is it? It's Shay. Dang. Uh, and I'm like, what is she doing? <laughs> she... Whew. So, okay, when she came in, I was like, okay, what did the Lannisters do to her? How did they get her? How did they find her? What have they done to her? Yeah, really. And then she goes on about how, yep, yep, Tyrion's the one who did it. I knew it because I was Lady Sansa's maid and they were they were conspiring. They were helping each other. And I was like, damn, Shay. Yeah, she really, really went there. Just turned on him completely. Yeah. And they're like, oh, how do you know all this? Like, you're just a handmaiden. And she's like, I was also his whore. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God. I'm and just, like, I'm sad. I'm disappointed. I know. And I'm like, this is all just to humiliate him. And I'm like, is she just here to get revenge or is there some kind of like rhyme or reason? I know. That's what I'm trying she's to figure. Because she ends up like quoting at him, like when he called, says that she's just a whore and she's like, she looks, turns and looks at him and goes, I'm just a whore. Remember? Yeah. And I'm He's like, like oh my God. Stop. He's like, Shay, please don't. Yeah. And then that, whew. Yeah, that was a that was definitely rough to sit through because yeah. like she was doing it so robotically, mm-hmm. but like also looking at him, and then he was like looking down, and there's like tears, and I'm like, huh. Yeah. So at first, I thought that she was all like I, the the Lannisters were like definitely pulling the strings there until she quoted him saying, "I'm just a whore, remember?" So I was like, "Oh, is this just revenge?" Yeah, I definitely thought it was because she was both? like pulling their whole relationship apart. Yeah, and I was like, whoa. And then she says some other stuff about how, you know, all they're messing around was before he got married to Sansa and Sansa wouldn't let him in bed. So he promised to kill Joffrey for her. And then throughout this whole whole thing, we're cutting back to Marjorie and she looks very uncomfortable because she knows what's happening. So now I'm wondering if she's going to snap soon. Yeah, right. But I don't think she does. No, definitely. She's just going to bite her tongue so she can become queen, obviously. (laughs) But not that I thought about it, but... So Tyrion ends up, after Shay finishes her whole thing, Tyrion ends up losing it and just goes off on everybody. everybody. He's and like, I, I wish to confess now. I can't blame him. Yeah. Yeah. So he turns to the crowd and he's like basically like snarling at this point. And he's like, I saved you. I saved the city and all of your worthless lives. I should have let Stannis kill you all. At then time, like, do you wish to confess? Did you kill the king? So I just like felt, you like, you know when you can feel like a banging monologue coming on? Oh, yeah. This was that moment, right? <laughs> this was it. This is totally it. I was like, oh, here we go. <laughs> this is definitely the like high point of so, the... He says, no, of that I'm innocent. I'm guilty of a far more monstrous crime. I'm guilty of being a dwarf. And Tywin's like, that's not what you're on trial for. <laughs> and he's like, uh, yeah, I've been on trial for that my whole life, you asshole. Thanks, dad. And then Tywin says something else about Joffrey killing or killing Joffrey. And he's like, I did not do it. I did not kill Joffrey, but I wish that I had because watching your vicious bastard die gave me more relief than a thousand lying whores. Damn. So that is a double dig. That is hard. And that was whew, that was straight through <laughs> you. <laughs> Wait for the jugular. <laughs> then he says, I wish I was the monster you think I am. I wish I had enough poison for the whole pack of you. I would gladly give my life to watch all of you swallow it. I will not give my life for Joffrey's murder, and I know I'll get no justice here, so I will let the gods decide my fate. I demand trial by combat. Ooh. Whew. 
Yeah. And then now the whole time, the second he finishes, Jamie's like, God damn it, Tyrion. And it goes to Auburn and he looks like he's loving every bit of this drama. Oh my God, what? He's like, wow. (laughs) Combat by trial? Wow. Trial by combat? He's like, this day just got so interesting. I can't wait to tell my friends about this. Yeah. And that's it. That's That's the end. It ends actually, so everybody's like, (gasps) but but Tyrion and Tywin are like having a stare off. Yeah. And then it ends. So intense. Who who do you think is gonna who are gonna be the fighters? Do you think he's gonna ask Jamie to be his champ again? I'm thinking it's Jamie or Braun. Yeah. But then Braun is on trial for something else, right? For being too friendly with Tyrion. <laughs> <laughs> so like in that sense, is he allowed to be pulled from the trial to fight for Tyrion? But like I think he's gonna I, I definitely think he's gonna call Jamie. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. that's his bro. Just two bros. Yeah, maybe Cersei'll pick like Sir Marin or something. Mm, man. That's her main man. That it that because he's in love with Joffrey. Gross. Oh, only him. Yeah. But what a scene. <laughs> yeah, I know that was good. That is hashtag acting. That was a good episode. Yeah. <laughs> so much happened. Yeah. I feel like I'm still taking it in. As far away from Aunt Liza as we can get, I'm happy. You know, even <laughs> at this point, I even forgot that she was even in the episode. <laughs> She's gonna come back, and I know it, and I Ugh. hate it. Ugh. Uh, her and Robin can just fall down that hole together. Oops. <laughs> Whoopsies. Make the pretty man fly. Uh, Kobe. <laughs> you should go there and just Kobe them down. <laughs> Whoop. <laughs> Nothing but net. But that's the end. Yep. So we also, I feel like we sounded much less sick this week. Oh, good. And you know what that means? My next week will be even better. <laughs> Not heavy breathing yeah. as much. <gasps> like that. <laughs> okay. So uh, find us on things. Late to the party on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Podbean. And you can follow us at Chowdy Media on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Yay. Bye. Bye.